BJ Council. I view the world through the lens of having been followed by a white clerk as a child while shopping in a five and dime. I'm a retired police executive and own UN50, which gives guidance on surviving interactions with police. I'm Harmony Chavis, and I view the world through the lens of one of the most misunderstood and diverse generations in our nation's history. I'm a social worker and a believer of radical kindness and love as modalities of healing. My name is Andrew Council. I view the world through the lens of a generational camera phone. I wake up as a black male and go to bed as a black male. I am surviving this never-ending court case we commonly call life in the best way I know how. Uh, welcome back to uh, UN50. Those of you that are always following us, and we appreciate those that, that stay in there and hang in there with UN50. Welcome back. And this is uh, just us and the team today because the June 15th is our one-year anniversary. We started our first podcast June 15th of 2020 in the middle of the pandemic, and here we are. So we're just gonna kind of reminisce for a few minutes about where that is. So for you, those of you that are joining us for the first time, UN50 is a LLC and we help uh, teach uh, people how to interact with law enforcement safely, primarily black and brown folks. And we have discussions that revolve around law enforcement, but not necessarily always about law enforcement because we believe that this issue is larger than that. So we have a lot of different topics. And um, so we're excited about actually making it to a year. And so I'm uh, going to introduce our guest again, and they can tell you a little bit about it, Then we're just going to kind of Take it from there. So Harmony. please don't say me first. Oh, okay. So Andrew, there you go, Andrew. Hey, oh, um, my name is Andrew or Drew Council. I am BJ's nephew, favorite nephew, because I'm the only only one. nephew. Um, yes, I'm the only nephew. Um, I just graduated recently, actually like a month ago, um, from the University of North Carolina at Greensboro, and I'm currently working working full time for a company in Greensboro as of right now. So it's good to be here and be in this new space or the same space with this marking the year. So I'm very appreciative of this year that we get to share together. Thank you. So what's up, Harmony? Um, hey, Andrew. <laughs> I was going to say something to Andrew, but I forgot what it was. I was about to say, you didn't have any time to like transition from school to like working full time. I feel like you, you at least need that summer of just like, pure wildness before you go into working full-time so i'm a little sad that you didn't get that thank you i appreciate that my senior year was solely virtual so i got to go outside quote unquote as much as i wanted to (laughs) we outside (laughs) um um and i'm supposed to introduce myself um why does this this befuddles me literally every single time um my name is harmony i'm gonna stop saying um that's okay. I also just graduated um, about a month yes. ago with my master's from yes. Western Carolina University. Um, I wish I wasn't working full time. <laughs> <laughs> I need a break. Um, and then what was the other thing that I was going to say? I guess nothing. I guess maybe I'm not that interesting. <laughs> you are very interesting. And if you weren't working full time, you know, is work full time or be homeless. So I think, you know, and you're doing a good job too. You know, you both of you guys are, I, I'm kind of honored to be in a, in the company of people that have degrees, college degrees and stuff. So it's just. Girl you know, and college debt. I well, was depending know. on Joe Biden to like at least wipe 10,000 of that. Uh, but yeah, I know. Here we are. Here we are. 
Yeah. So anyway, um, like I said, this is June 15th, one year. We started out, I asked these two to, to participate. They said yes, and they were working. And then my nephew was in college and he even said yes. So do you know why you said yes, Andrew? I think because I know it was a important topic and I also was interested in it. Do you remember when you helped me with the letter to the PD? Was that before you and five was that after? I don't, I don't know whether that, I, I think that might have been before. I don't know. Yeah, been. but you had a letter to, to the campus cop police department, Correct. right? So, yeah, I wrote a letter to the for those I just no one knows, I guess. But I wrote a letter to the campus um RPD at um UNCG there, the police um chief at the at the department asking for some type of I guess like integration in the programs that they were doing um, to help the community, I guess, of UNTG um, and the relationship that they had with students um, in the department. So I wrote a letter and think about how that connects to the, or the work that I was trying to do at the school before the pandemic. Um, a little, I think it was during the summer of the pandemic. And then also the work that UN50 does. And I said, they kind of, they, they go together well. Um, so I think my voice um, and my ears also um, would have been a great addition to the, to the team. Cool. Yeah, and I appreciate you your willingness to do that. So, because you, you know, you guys volunteer your time, and, and it means a lot. It's just very nice. So, Harmony, I just kind of dragged you along because we had tried tried to oh, do yeah, it. our failed podcast. I didn't <laughs> think it was a fail. I think you were just too sensitive about it. Yeah. If, you don't, if you don't know BJ, you don't know that she is. She has like one of the dirtiest, most warped minds of any human being that I know. So I think your humor as well as my humor is very specific. And yeah. if you don't have the context for it, I could totally understand why it would be like a little perplexing to people. But yeah, I, I kind of liked our little fail podcast. <laughs> I liked it. Yeah, I thought it was good. I think we do pretty good sometimes here too. I think we kind of get a little bit of the, the stuff in there. So was it June 15th that we recorded or was it that's when the first episode came out? June 15th is for the, uh, the release of our first podcast. We didn't record on it. And we actually started out doing it every week. Oh, yeah, that was rough. And it was like it was like two hours every time, too. Yeah, we started out every two weeks. And then I was like, I'm old and I can't do that. And then, you know, I <laughs> also wanted to be mindful of, of your time that you guys were giving me, you know, just just to help me out. So so what do you think? I mean, what do you think? You think we've based on what we did the first year, you think we did OK? I think we did better than okay. I think we did good. And you know, ain't nobody gonna say no. We did horrible. I mean, no, come on. I mean, <laughs> like, no, why would you even ask me that question? Yeah, no. I guess I'm just trying to figure. Out, you know, the fact that we we didn't focus constantly on law enforcement because I think you talked about that earlier. Yeah. We just did not want to. And I'm. I guess I'm asking, did we meet that mark? Yeah, we I think so. Ground ourselves just talking popo all the time. I don't think so. And I think that that's what I really appreciate about, appreciate, excuse me, about UN50 in general is the fact that it's not just about the perspective of law enforcement. I would say majority of what we do is not really talking about the perspective of law enforcement, which I think is very different than how UN50 initially started out. I remember that was like a conversation that we had a lot of push and pull on. I would say it was probably me and Ron and Crystal versus you and Steve sometimes, depending <laughs> on the day. But it, it was it was a lot to kind of present that to you as an option. So I'm I'm, I think that this is a really good um, example of your growth over the last, what, you started UN50 in 2014, right? Is it 2014? Yes, official. Yeah. How old do I know and you don't know? Yeah, no, well, you She's know, old. Look, it, was, it was officially a business in 2015, but yeah, the, the, the 
idea of it started in 2014. Yeah, in 2014. So just like seeing how much you've changed over the course of these last couple of years, I would even say probably in the last year and a half, I've seen such a big difference, not necessarily in like who you are or what you believe, but I think the way that you are interpreting information is a lot different now. And I think that because you are retired law, law enforcement, excuse me, um, it brings a really different and interesting perspective that I feel like was missing before. So I think we did a really good job. I've enjoyed um, talking to the people we've got to talk to. Um, I enjoy hearing myself talk, so that's fun. Uh, <laughs> and I enjoy you guys. Oh, what do you think, Andrew? I was... <clears throat> Don't say it. <laughs> no, I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. I wasn't. I was thinking about something that Harmony said um, about some of the different topics that we've been able to cover. Um, and just me being able to, to listen, as I mentioned, listening and give my voice and my opinion on some of the things we talked about. Um, and having the, the, I guess, the plethora of different topics, not only re- um, regarding police departments but or police um, force, but having a little bit of, of you and Fibo in each topic that we talked about um, or how, it could, how we can apply the things that we learned that you teach to the things that we talk about was, was very poignant for me as well. Yeah, thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah, I mean, I, I just kind of, and I'm hoping that we, we will continue to do that as we move forward and into that. We're going to um, so just, you know, just maybe just a little bit, any, anything you guys want to do or think we should try, you know, that the audience might like, you have any th- thoughts about, you know, you know, just to put it out there, some things you guys are thinking about? Um, I think it's, for me, I'm still kind of thinking of things that we can chat about. I was actually amazed at how um, vast the, the subject matter is that we cover, mm-hmm. but also how timely and I don't know, just right all of it feels and i don't know about anybody else's beliefs but i believe that god or whatever you call your divine being if you have one um really has put those topics in our path as we should cover them like i remember having an idea um about i think it was like brianna taylor and it was random and it was coming just as they were giving new opinions um you know you had the the idea to talk with the folks from i am brilliant and that was kind of around the time that the george floyd um Verdict was coming out. So I think everything has just been so timely. Um, and for me, it's just kind of being open to whatever idea comes to me and also trusting that it's here for a reason. So I don't have any specific ideas, but um, I definitely think that it's, I don't know, it's been very challenging uh, to think of how many ways we could expand this. Because I remember when we first started, we were like, we have to have this be about law enforcement. And it was really hard to think about, okay, how are we going to keep recording these episodes? Like, there's only so much, not just to talk about that really we want to talk about or that listeners would be interested in. Mm-hmm. So I don't know, we, we are some pretty, uh, a group of pretty dynamic folks with a lot of um I don't know, experience. I hope that maybe as we continue to grow as a podcast, we can, I don't know, bring our own experiences in a little bit more. Yeah. And, and I think that's what I appreciate about you, 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 Harmony, especially when we did our first one, the first one when we came back after the holiday, I think that that was, and it was just you and I, the fact that you, and I've actually, now we ask the guests at the end of the year, at, at the end of their interview, what is mm-hmm. a, what does a compassionate system look like to you? And I think mm-hmm. that's so valuable because that was one thing that you really want is like, how can we make this thing better? How can we make it more compassionate that mm-hmm. uh, not law enforcement, but the entire system? And, and I, I appreciate that because I, I was like, yeah, how do we make it? How do you make this system more compassionate, you know, in all the systems, really? So. So, yeah. And I, you know, so thank you for that, too. And, and yeah. Well, BJ, how do you feel about the first year? 
so you guys can read. Uh, so, uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, I mean, I'm, I'm actually in awe that we're here. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I really didn't think this was going to, I guess mainly I just didn't think I'd be here. You didn't think you'd be alive or you didn't think that? No, I didn't think the podcast would still be going. Oh, okay. And I think the two of you kind of helped me do that. And then the team that we have, you know, that folks can't see, you know, Abby and Chris, you know, are just supportive. And so, and it's kind of fun, you know, to talk to folks and stuff like that. So I'm, I'm humble that I'm, that we're still do, doing this, but to talk about what you were saying, I, I have grown, I think. Mm-hmm. And that it took a little bit of that. I think actually the pandemic helped that, that I just need to speak my truth as a black female mm-hmm. who happens to have been a police executive. Yeah. Had to come to just, I mean, just, let's just my experience. Right. To share that and learning how to share that in a space where people still feel comfortable in expressing themselves. I think right. that, was a, that was a big struggle for me mm-hmm. trying to make sure that, yeah, I come in here with this law enforcement experience, but I want to be I wanted to be comfortable for anybody that's in this space to be able to vocalize right. that. I'm hoping the podcast helps a little bit. And it just keeps it, it's my personality. This podcast has kind of definitely helped round my edges. <laughs> <laughs> So say you. Um, I wish that we could take a, a look at your, your two medium pieces because there was one I think that you wrote last year around this time or maybe a little earlier and now you have a second one out. And just, I don't know, I, I would be interested to compare it side by side so we can even just see how your language has changed mm. and how impactful language can be and the people that we're able to really speak to and communicate yeah. with. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I've definitely seen you grow leaps and bounds, even to, even just like speaking your truth. I think that that's something that um, we all need to be comfortable enough to do. Um, And I think it says something about you that you not only create a space where other people feel comfortable telling their truth, but also where you can feel brave and courageous and safe enough to tell your own truth. So it's been really exciting for me to watch. Thank you very much. So speaking of that, did you, uh, Drew, did you get a chance to watch the post, the medium one at the George Floyd Act too? Were you able to take a look at that? I sent it to you. Yeah, I read the the second that you sent me, I read that one. Okay, you didn't you didn't tell me what you thought though. So I was oh, like, I'm sorry. I sometimes I, I read I read a lot of articles and I read and I'll, I'll digest it and then want to respond back to it. But I I, I remember because I remember I actually compared the two because when I read it yeah. I went to go look at the other one and I was like cause I thought you were saying the same one. I was like wait it's not the same one. So I just make sure I wasn't going crazy. So I had to go check to make sure I wasn't. So I, I compared the two. I didn't notice necessarily. Um, I guess like a drastic change, but I could tell the difference in like where we were. I guess as a as you know happens your business in the back of your head where you were back then than where you are now and how different you kind of see things or things that you've been, a- been able to add to the way that you think um, regarding the the topic that we that we discussed. Cool. Um, I think I want to just so um, we want to can you continue to do this obviously and I just want to talk about a couple of things that we're going to try to do for the the next rest of the year and uh, as you and Five O continues to do the work that we do. Um, we're going to possibly start doing some tours. Hopefully, you know, maybe one of you guys will want to come out and the tour is just mainly a Q&A. You know, it's not a full-blown presentation, but it gives people an opportunity to ask questions and, and, and do that. So hopefully you guys will want to be a part of that because that would be, be kind of nice to let people see us in the flesh since the world is opening back up. So I just kind of feel like people just want to ask questions and make that space available to them. 
BJ, you gotta go. We outside. We outside. Yeah, I'm gonna get at the Abby. To come <laughs> we outside. Come and join us. Yeah, Abby, get, get her to figure out how to do that. Uh, for those of you, I'm keeping putting out these names. Abby Bradovich is my marketing consultant, and Chris Downey is my producer for UN50. So they're, you know, it's like a little family. Uh, and then we're gonna do possibly something we had. If anybody listened to our last two podcasts with Principal Amanda Pryor and Dr. Craig Walid. We're actually thinking about also doing, I don't want to call it a tour, but we're thinking about going around and having conversations from the perspective of schools, reentry, and police. And, and um, because we see stuff that a lot of folks in the community, they're talking about it, but we, we see it up close and personal. So we're hoping to, to be able to do that. You guys got any comments about either one of those types of events that we're planning or hoping to work toward for the, for the next phase of UN50? Nothing. Um, I when you said you know you know how I feel about being seen out in the public. So when you said tour, I was like, she has not discussed this with me. Like, no, no, included yeah. in this. Um, you know how I feel about Facebook Lives. Yeah. Not a fan of Facebook <laughs> Lives. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I, I, I think it'll be. I think it'll be good. I think for me, um, or or what I would be interested in seeing, and maybe this is something that we could discuss, um outside of the podcast as well is just seeing like what do people need to feel engaged um what mm -hmm. is it that they're looking for that we might not be hitting on because yes. I feel like there's just so much more room for engagement yes. um but I want to I don't know what those angles are so I would be interested yes. to find out what are these angles and how do we get more involved and more in front of people because I think UN50 as a program is very very different now than it was UN50 the program even two years ago I mean it's very different even yeah. with the even with the same information I feel like the way that you're presenting it the tone is different the language is different yeah. things are I think it would be easier for civilians to engage at this point yeah. um, so I'm just wondering what else can we do and if you're listening to this podcast I don't know if anybody that's listening has ever been to one of our presentations but I would be interested to know what are the types of things that you would want to hear about from us what are the type of topics um, that you want to yeah. hear about because I don't know I think this is really special what you do um, we just have to find a, a different angle to get people more engaged yeah and uh, you know what and I appreciate that we we, we, uh, we have a uh, PR person that's going to hopefully look for those spaces that we might be able to go into. So I, I really appreciate you saying it because you're right. We want to figure out where people are, if they, if that's a space we need to be in, mm -hmm. and, you know, what that looks like. So yeah, I, I appreciate that. Definitely. Yeah. So cool. Andrew, you got anything? Mine was similar to hers. I was thinking about, I'm like looking at the analytics and seeing what works best in regard to the topics that we discussed too. Something I think that I would also enjoy seeing, seeing would be, um, I guess UN50 going to, I, this may be like a no or like a, maybe a, a yes or no, but when UN50 or when something happens that maybe drastically affecting communities that either we're around or the ones that we see on TV as popular or mediated, um, like I think um, UN50 could be could be very helpful specifically in those areas that are, that are affected the most by um, like the most tragic events that we've been hearing or discussing about um, continuously. Um, so that's something I would like to see in the future as well. Cool. I appreciate that too. So hopefully, you know, like I said, we, oh, in, in matter of fact, Harmony Crystal, she's back. She's going to be my PR person. How many, how many times yeah. have I said lately, oh my God, I miss Crystal. What is Crystal up to? Yeah. Oh, she's love back. her. Yay. Yeah, so That's so exciting. exciting. Hi, Crystal. Uh, <laughs> yeah, so she'll be back uh, and as part of the team and hopefully promoting us out there. And then one of the other things, and we're going to kind of bring this to an end is also, uh, we're going to have a link on on the on our website, but it's called Alternative to Violence Project. 
And basically what this project is, is a, it's a, it started out back in the mid 70s as a reentry mission, mission uh, to go in and talk to, to inmates about um, how to understand how to understand their anger instead of reaching for something or putting their hands on whatever those triggers are. And so what, what, we, what I'm trying to do as part of UN50 is this evolution as to, as in our black community, uh, we need to figure out how to be able to communicate so we, we're not putting our hands on each other and all picking up the phone and calling the popo. You know, we, we, we call the police a lot. So I'm trying to figure out what do we need to do? How can we help our community not call the police or the government into their homes? And a part of that is, is teaching kids uh, early on how to solve problems. Communication is communication is communication. Um, so, and, and so I've trained with that. I'm a facilitator for that. And this is going to be, this is going to be a program that UN50 will be supporting and pushing out there because I believe once we learn how to talk and communicate, find out what our triggers are, then maybe some of this stuff, at least in our communities can be reduced. And one of, one of the things I'm not going to go into details, but if you remember Mr. I think his name is Isaiah Brown, who was shot in Windsor, Virginia, a few months ago, um, was shot 10 times. And one of the reasons he dialed 911 because his brother would not let him into his mother's room. And to me, that just speaks volumes about why, why is it um, that we cannot um, solve that problem without calling the police uh, in our community. So th those types of things, or how do we fail? Um, I hate it, I apologize, Makai, I think her name, the young lady uh, that was killed that picked up the knife. Wherever you are on that issue, the, the, the concern I have is how did we fail her as a community that she felt like the only way to solve that problem is to pick up a knife. Uh, so, we're, you know, what is it that we as a community need to do? So that that's kind of what I want to help. I think and for me, another part of UN50 is what can we do to help folks understand how to communicate with each other so you don't call the popo into your house. Um, so that's something that, that I hopefully that we can do. So thank you guys for, for this anniversary. Thanks, Abby. Thanks, Chris. And um, I'm humbled by the team that, that's surrounding me, making this, you know, something I thought, like I said, didn't know we'd be here, uh, you know, a year later, you know. So thanks again. Thanks to you. Wait, those BJ, before we, before we end it, can I, can I read up what, like one of my favorite quotes that I think is just so poignant to, to yes. what we're doing? I mean, maybe you won't, but I, I think it is. Okay. Yeah. Go ahead. Okay. But no, go ahead. I got to look it up first. <laughs> <laughs> what, why you stop me then? Okay. <laughs> because I thought you were about to round it out. You know how you do. <laughs> yeah. To round it out. So, yeah. So while she's doing that, I just want to also just say thank you to those in my village who, who support me and, and have been my, you know, confidants and advisors uh, that folks don't maybe not know in, in here, but though you guys mean a lot to me as well. So I, I really appreciate that. My family and my, my village that, that keep telling me to keep, keep it going, keep it going. And uh, it's been fun. And, and thank you very much for those who continue to listen and hope you, at, hope you'll, you know, want to ask other folks to join us and uh, check out our Instagram, our Twitter and our Facebook, all that's Abby and she takes care of us and making sure everybody's got information out there. So before we close out, obviously we have a word of wisdom from Ms. Harmony Chavis. I feel like I'm coming up to the podium. We yeah, just have a children's <laughs> church where it didn't last very long, but 
thankfully it lasted long enough where I could be the preacher in children's church. And when I tell you, honey, <laughs> brought the house down. Great, I know you did. I did. I did. I did. <laughs> um, so this is this is one of my favorite quotes. I think what we've done has been really brave, not only for you, BJ, because like this is your business for me as well. I think the people that know me know that I am a um, no bullshit. Sorry. Hopefully that space could help you bleep that out, Chris. Um, <laughs> type of person. Um, so this for me, you know, a lot of the things that we talk about have been really difficult for me. And I think that personally, um, based on the life that I've lived and the type of work that I've done, to some people, this could have been considered problematic. So this is a really great, great wow. quote that I love. Yeah. Um, it's, it is not the critic who counts, not the man who points out how the strong man stumbles or where the door, doer of deeds could have done better. The credit belongs to the man who is actually in the arena, whose face is marred by dust and sweat and blood, who strives valiantly, who errs and comes up short again and again, because there is no effort without error or shortcoming, but who knows the great enthusiasms, the great devotion, who spends himself for a worthy cause, who at best knows in the end the triumph of high achievement, and who at the worst, if he fails, at least he fails while daring greatly, so that his place shall never be those with those cold and timid souls who never knew victory nor defeat. Yeah, I love that one. I love it. Yeah, I've always loved that one. Thank you for sharing that. Yeah, you got to be in the ring. You got to get in the ring. Andrew, you got anything? Um, not necessarily. I had something that um, when she was reading that, the ending of that made me think of a, um, I got a phrase that my mentor taught me. Um, and it was to, if you're scared to do something, you'd be scared to apply for a job, that job, or walk up to a person or any, you know, any side of the spectrum, just do it scared. Right. Um, yeah. So, do it scared. Yeah, just, I love it. Yeah. Cool. All right. Well, thank you for this year anniversary. And uh, I really appreciate it. So thank you, everybody. And as always, everybody stay safe, stay well. Peace.